Welcome back to the Chayar Ochonach Yomi Learning Program. This is Daniel Eisenberg, and we are in Sefer Yoshua, Perak Yud Tes. Um, this is actually a, a bit of a long Perak. Um, today is uh, 51 Pesukim, and tomorrow's Perak is, is 9 Pesukim. So on the one hand, that's, you know, that's, that's the luck of the draw, or uh, using Yoshua terminology, that's how the, uh, the Godal falls out for the Nachala. Um, sometimes we have a very long Perak, sometimes we have a shorter Perak. Um, on the other hand, uh, people who know that they have a longer pack today and a shorter pack tomorrow can maybe plan their day accordingly, sometimes um, cheat a little bit and save some of the pack for the next day. Um, I'll let you, uh, everyone figure out what they need to do in their own lives. Anyway, today's pack features the rest of the land being apportioned out for really for the next, uh, the rest of the six tribes, um, starting with Shimon. And then Zulon, Yisachar, Asher, Naphtali, and then Dun. And at the end, even if you thought we were done with Dun, uh, it actually ends with, with Yoshua getting a land as well that, uh, that the Jewish people bestow upon him. Um, one point that's, that's an interesting thing that we really have to mention is the portion of, Shim, of Shimon. Because the Nafi tells us that Shimon's land is actually, he doesn't have his own separate land. It is a, you know, he has a bunch of cities that are like really subsumed in, Yeho- in Yehuda's land. Meaning for all the other tribes, they just had, you know, like you just cut off a, a slice of the map. You have a section of land, a portion of land, and that is their space. And some of them are larger than others, and some of them are a little bit funny, you know, well, I mean, they're all, I guess, funny shape. They look, it looks like a puzzle. But it's unique that Shimon doesn't have their own portion of land. It's they're in within Yehuda's land. There are a bunch of Shimoni cities. And the question is why that is. The, the Nami gives a little bit of an explanation, but really it's, it doesn't seem to be enough. It says that, because the portion of Yehuda was, was too much for them, meaning Yehuda had a particularly big portion. So Shimon lived in there. That doesn't really explain it, because why did Yehuda have to have a larger land? Why couldn't, like, if, if Yehuda's land is so large, then if, if the Goral, if, uh, if, if Hashem through the lottery is apportioning the land, so then just divide the Yehuda space into two, give one to Yehuda and one to Shimon. So why would that be? And the Hashem explain, like, there's a different things that we know about the tribe of Shimon in the past. Um, one of the one of the, the main things that made Shimon stand out, not Shimon, the uh, the tribe, Shimon, the, 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 the patriarch of the Shimon tribe, uh, Shimon himself, the son of Yaakov, he and Levi stood out um, in particular in, in, in the, their actions in Parshas Vayishlach with, with, uh, with just, you know, destroying the city of Shechem, which Yaakov was not happy with. Um, Chazal tell us that Shimon and Levi had the lead roles in the sale of Yosef, even though that's not Explicit in the text, but they derive it from the text. And then we see on Yaakov's deathbed, Shimon and Levi um, get quite a severe rebuke from Yaakov, while most of the other brothers seem to get just simple blessings. However, as we move on throughout uh, throughout the Torah, so even though Shimon and Levi seem to have been in the same boat throughout Sefer Bereshis, through the, meaning the, the individuals, Shimon ben Yaakov and Levi ben Yaakov, seem to have been in the same boat, things seem to shift in, in, in the rest of the Torah. First of all, in Shemos, where there is a very clear, um, I don't know if you want to call it favorability, but uh, a focus on Levium in regards to the the Ish Levi, who marries the Bas Levi, referring to Amram and Yocheved, and they have Miriam, and of course, 
Moshe and Aaron and all the Kohanim, and there's clearly a, a special role of the of the Levian. Uh, while that's not really the case for Shimon, in fact, from Shimon we see the horrible event that takes place at the end of Parshas Balak with the Moavi and Midiani women, and even a, even a leader, Zimri ben Salu, a leader of the Shimon tribe, um, sinned, and, and many people from from that Shevet, and that was uh, very bad. And of course, at the end of the Torah, when Moshe is is um, giving brachos to all of the Shvatim, all the tribes, so Shimon is left out. Rashi in in Parshas Vayechi by by the Berachas Yaakov notes that the the bracha or rebuke or whatever it is that Yaakov says to Shimon and Levi is about them being scattered out. Shimon and Levi will be spread out, so that that, that actually has to do with the portion of the land because Levi also does not get its own portion of land. Levi gets a bunch of cities. There are a bunch of cities scattered out through the land, similar to Shimon. But Levi gets it in, I guess, a more exalted way. Uh, Rashi does say that many of the sh- people of Shimon were were, were sofrim and were, 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 were teachers. They're scribes and they're, and they're rebellion, so they'd be traveling around. Um, but Levi got definitely a more honorable situation. I mean, yes, the Levium are, are spread out in cities. They don't get their own portion of land, but that, but they're actually being supported by taxes out of the community. You can call it with with the with the miser, with the, and, and various various gifts, and especially to the Kohanim who are Levium. There, there are twenty four gifts that are given to them as this tribe takes on a priestly role, and. There are many things to learn from this, but just one is is the way we transition out of uh, out of rebuke, receiving rebuke. Refer speaks about this a little bit in uh, in Parsha Shemos, but when Shimon and Levi re- received basically the same uh, rebuke, they were in the same boat, but we see that the tribes uh, shifted and and from that rebuke that they received from Yaakov, so Levi. Shot up and 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 really stepped up in, in a different way, and they took the curse and turned it into a blessing. And the Levium, of course, are very special, despite not having their own land. And Shimon maybe did not do that as much. It doesn't mean it's too late for Shimon, right? Shimon has a lot of tremendous strengths and qualities, and of course, the Shimonim could turn um, any of those curses into a bracha. But it's definitely an important takeaway for us.